Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. because I worked very hard on this album. I know, it's been a few years in the making, and I remember before the last record came out, people were talking about that was going to be like Heresy 2, but it was a completely different record. This, yeah. I, I guess this is a follow-up in a way, but it's technically not really a follow-up. I mean, it's a, a different story based on something that was made up compared to the first Heresy album, but what yeah. an amazing job you did on putting this together. Oh, thank you. That means a lot to me because um, I knew from the when I heard the songs in the instrumental version, I knew this will be something really good. And it depends on my vocals uh, if if I can hold the level with my vocals. But I I think I did it very well. So uh, I'm totally satisfied with the production. And um, yeah, let's see what's happened with the response. I'm sure it's going to be great. It's a really long record, like 70, 80 minutes long. I mean, it must have been challenging coming up with all that music at one time. Yeah, yeah. It, uh, when I when I start um, composing a new song, I don't look for um, how long this song will uh, should be or will be. I, uh, it comes just out of me, the ideas. And uh, so I had 13 titles. Uh, Peter Vogt, our lyricist, gave us gave me 13 titles uh, to make music for it, and um, so in the end I saw, oh, this could be dangerous because now we are 75 minutes long, and uh, it could come close to what you can put on a CD with 80 minutes, you know. <laughs> That's it true. Worked. It worked. It worked. Yeah. It, it did, and you know, for people that know, Peter also wrote the lyrics for the the first Heresy record, going way back now, back into yeah. the to the ninety nineteen ninety. Does he know like you know your style and what you want? Because you write all the music for the band, and he comes in with the lyrics on that, and, and other people contribute to the lyrics. 
in the band, do they kind of have to know how to write for you and what you expect of them? Um, if I understand, stood right, I, I, I didn't expect something uh, uh, to do another part of a heresy record. Um, I, I was in contact with Peter over all that years, and a couple of years he, he told me that he wrote a story uh, which would be interesting for uh, another part of a, of a heresy, yeah, a record. And I said, hmm, I work for Pangea right now, and um, it doesn't fit now, uh, but when I'm finished with that, um, it's very interesting uh, to us, uh, so we could realize this. And I started in 2019 with writing songs for it, and since then we worked on the record. Yeah. Uh, is there any rush on getting music out? Is it important to keep records coming out every year? I mean, you know, back in the 80s, you know, a band would release a record and then go on tour, release a record, go on tour. That was the pattern back then. But you also had labels funding the band and the music, and there, it was it was a little different time back then. Is there any rush to get new music out now every other year, every two years? Or does it, is it just whenever you feel like it's the time is right, that's when you put out the record? Yeah, yeah, it's something like that. Um Okay, uh, sometimes if if I had not enough money, I had to do a full-time job and then I had to do a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, um, in general, I, I need uh, a little bit motivation uh, to write to write songs. Uh, the right time must come. Uh, otherwise, I play guitar and um, it's getting boring because I have no if I have no ideas, then uh, I always want to do the best and uh, I, I this is something what comes from it's an automatic process. Um, if I feel the right time is coming, then I sit down and then I if I start writing one song, I write a whole record. Yeah, you know, I, I always felt that Paradox was one of the most consistent bands, you know, out there. If you go back to the very beginning with Project of Imagination, at least on record, there were demos out before then, and the band goes on years before that as Overkill and Warhead. But when it became Paradox, you kind of took over the writing of the band, and the fact that you also are the singer of the band, I think that's what kept it consistent. But does there ever come a time where you feel like you want to just step back and maybe let somebody else handle the writing, or do you feel like it's your responsibility? <laughs> um, I, if I'm honest, I wanted, I want, I don't wanted to sing in that band. Um, we always searched for a singer in that band because um, I thought I'm not good enough for this. And uh, but it didn't work out. And uh, from record to record, um, it's uh, very important for a band to have uh, one singer, not 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 a lot of changes of singers because the identity of a band goes lost. And uh, so uh, we had a lot of lineup changes, but I'm very happy that uh, and the singer and songwriter never changed over all that years. Um, <clears throat> so it's not an ego; um, it's just uh, we didn't find the right man for it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely understand that. In a way, I'm glad that you did it because I don't think Paradox would have been the same with another person singing those songs. <laughs> And the yeah. fact that you've kept it, you know, it is consistent because, like it says, the singer is the voice of the band. You know, he may not be the main member in the band, but he is the voice of the band. And that's, yeah, what, and, and that's what kept it going for you guys. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and another reason, um, yeah, the, the, the fans don't want 
uh, another singer in the band and my voice is unique it's not the best i'm not the best singer but it's it i have a a unique voice color and uh it's it's really difficult to copy um uh, maybe you can compare my voice a little bit with uh eric ak from flotsam or or, or joey belladonna from anthrax but no it's i have my own color and uh if uh, I would change this in Paradox, uh, I guess the fans would be disappointed about it. True. You know, so you were saying that like when you write one song, you're going to write the whole record. Uh, and when you're working on an album, especially like the new record, I mean, does it kind of come together in a natural process where all the songs kind of flow out from you one after the other? Or is there a lot of going back and forth? Because when you're writing on your own, you, you maybe don't have pre- people to bounce ideas off of like with other band members. So does it take you longer to compose your music that way? Or because you've been doing it for so many decades now, it's just sort of natural to you? Uh, yes, it's, it's some kind of natu- natural. And uh, I know I knew I had to work 13 titles I heard to, to uh, I must have choose the music for. And, um, and so... Uh, the time was coming when I said, now I take a half year break to write just writing songs. And uh, the other thing is when I start writing a song, I, I don't uh, put just uh, many parts together and, and, and connect uh, these parts. I start writing a song from the beginning to the end. And uh, when, I, when I finish the first song, then I have the mood and then I'm in this flow where I care, where, where many ideas uh, are spreading out of me and 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 then i i know i have one song now you need 12 and then i do the next song you need 11. so <laughs> you know and uh it was a, a huge a huge process but um i didn't make any break i i wrote all songs in five months and uh so very it's a it's uh, actually it's a it's a double cd from this uh, uh playing time yeah it, it's a great album from start to finish there's really not one bad song of filler on there and also Al, alex is on drums on this record yeah first one back since you know uh god i don't remember i think it was 90 it was after heresy maybe collision yeah, course, 90, heresy. Yeah. 1991, he he he, he uh, sold his drum set and quitted drums. And on the last uh, album, Pangea, he was sitting next to me because he's my best friend in private. And uh, he was sitting next to me and he asked me, "Hey Charlie, what do you think? I have so mood and fire in me to start playing drums again. What, what what's what's your uh, opinion about and i said yeah why not let's search a rehearsal room and then you start playing drums again and the doors are open and uh, he did and and he 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 rehearsed like a like a maniac you know he, he went in the rehearsal room each day playing hours long drums and now he's better than he was back back then in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, he, he sounds great on this new record. I mean, were you a little concerned? Because you know he hasn't played drums in a very long time. Were you worried about, you know, it coming back to him? Or did, when you heard him play, you kind of realized, you know, it's there. He has it again. Yeah, yeah, okay. He, uh, we, we went together in the rehearsal room because, as I mentioned, we are best friends together. And we meet each week uh, all, all over all the years. And um, so it was like the first time when we when we rehearsed, it was like 
not, nothing happened in, in between uh, because we had some kind of uh, blind understanding when I play guitar you know exactly oh now this part must come I must play this one and, and I must change this part and stuff like that so uh, it was very easy uh, um, and uh, we did videos uh, uh, and analyzed the videos if he is good enough uh, for this and he was he was really uh, yeah, he sounds great on the record. I think it was back in 2012, maybe around Tales of the Weird, when you had you had heart problems and you had to go in for surgery. I mean, and I know it took a long time to recuperate from that and to get better. But did you think during that time that it was done, that you weren't going to play no more? It might not have been possible, you know, because of your, your physical health back then? Yes, 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 yes. I still have uh, when uh, in, in terms of live concerts. Um, I'm always... Uh, um, yeah, um, I have to think about what my body, if my body works for this, and uh, um, it's 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 now it's nine years ago, and uh, I still have uh, mental problems, um, psychologic uh, wise. Um, yeah. Sometimes sometimes I have panic attacks and stuff like this, um, but uh, the music helps me because. Um, when I when I'm writing songs, uh, I, I I I'm so focused on this that I have no thoughts for negative things in in, in my head, and uh, maybe maybe it could be that uh, these dark sounds on that record uh, was a bit something um, what comes out of me um, psychologic wise so that's why uh, many melancholic parts on this album many atmosphere um, so uh, yeah yeah I have to work with it still to work with this uh, um, surgery I had but um, I, my doctor said uh, I recovered very well so oh, that's yeah. great it's funny as we get older the things that we have to think about and focus on like if, if this God forbid had happened back in 1986 you'd probably be out there playing the next day after coming out of the hospital but as we get older things start to change and we think about it more and, I, and it affects I guess yeah. every part of our life yeah, yes 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 um, um, many things changed in my head what I, uh, I I remember when I started with Paradox the first years all what we wanted is getting big, successful, and uh, uh, getting known, you know, popularity. <laughs> and now I, it's, it's just passion. So uh, I, I think different. I think different after this surgery. Uh, for me, it's not the biggest thing uh, uh, to be successful uh, as we can. It's just I'm, I'm happy for everybody who listen to our music and say, hey, this sounds great, so this makes me happy, this means the most to me. That's so true. You know, Tom, when you think about it, the band goes back to like 81 almost, maybe even 80, I'm not even sure, I don't remember if it was Maniac or Overkill that got started back then. But yeah, started Overkill in 81. 81 Overkill, I mean, the whole heavy metal scene back in 81 was relatively new. I mean, we had the new wave of British heavy metal taking place over in England in the late 70s, 79 maybe. But, you know, think about what you were doing back then so early on in the scene. You guys were definitely, you know, like ahead of the curve with compared to a lot of bands were doing. Um, it was, we, we uh, when we started this, we were so, we were uh, um, metal lunatics. 
<laughs> we were fans. We were we we went to each concert we we could go. Um, we listened to Motorhead, uh, um, Ace of Spades, uh, Overkill. That's why the the first the first yeah. name of the band. You know, we were big fans of this. And we and when when our, all our friends went to to parties, uh, we went in the rehearsal room each day, and uh, five days a week. Or uh, and and uh, that's why when we started. We couldn't play our instruments. Axel didn't uh, play drums, and I didn't play guitar. The only thing I did is was playing drums in school. Uh, I was a drummer. So when we started, it took five just five years to get a worldwide record uh, a contract with Roadrunner Records from zero in five years. Uh, so you can see what you could reach if you believe in what you are doing. And if I remember to uh, come back to question, if uh, if if, uh, if I remember that times, uh, um, yeah, this this enthusiastic uh, feeling uh, uh, we had um, to 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 play the same music than our idols, but we never thought that we getting known uh, <laughs> somewhere in that time when we started in 81 <laughs> yeah I mean when you think about it five years wasn't a long time I mean when I think Warhead was the last incarnation of the band before it became Paradox and Roadrunner being one of the premier underground labels back then with like worldwide distribution that yeah. was a big step yeah this was we, we thought we are in a wrong movie because <laughs> <laughs> when we recorded our first demo tape it was not real our official uh, first demo tape. We 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 had two microphones when we rehearsed, and we recorded this in the rehearsal room live, um, just for us and uh, a buddy of us who made uh, regional concerts here. He said, "Hey, give me this tape. I will send it to magazines." And we said, "No, no, no, no." And he sent it to magazines, and then uh, and then uh, we get uh, overnight. It was an overnight sensation because uh, we get articles best demo of the year, best demo since years, and then uh, we get a record uh, contract with Roadrunner all overnight. Other labels called me up. Uh, on the day when this uh, Metal Hammer magazine was released, and uh, so it was a, it was uh, like a rocket, and 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 we thought, no, we are not so far uh, uh, than uh, these people talk about us because we are in the beginning. Uh, so we, uh, but it was the right time because we did this record and it was record of the month, and 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 we was uh, uh, on top. One uh, rank one uh, before Judas Priest, before Ozzy Osbourne, and and wow! And we said, "What's going on here?" <laughs> yeah, that, that's an amazing feeling. And when the record came out, I mean, people look back on their debut records thirty, forty years later, and they always find problems with them, things that they didn't like, things they wish they could have changed. Do you ever feel about that way with Product of Imagination? Oh, uh, I don't know if I understood right, but. Um, uh, I uh, when this record ca came out, I I don't thought that this record is so good in compared to all our American idols. So <laughs> it for me it was we were proud to to uh, to get so many good reactions, response of this album, uh, newcomer of the of the year in Germany, uh, and uh, wow, and international together with Testament and uh, their first record, and um, so we were totally surprised. 
totally surprised, yes, but we, we were in the bus. We were in the bus and we must have arrived with it. <laughs> and, and you did because, you know, right after that comes on Heresy, which I think everybody would say is probably the band's premier record, but it was also the last record from that era of the band. Yes, yes, uh, sadly, sadly true. And uh, it was because Roadrunner Records was, uh, it started that they was fo focused on the new grunge metal bands and uh, the, the new scene, the grunge scene came up. And uh, they had no interest anymore in bands like Paradox or Toxic or something like that. And uh, they dropped, they dropped all of that bands um, to focus on, on the new style what, which was coming up. And uh, so we lost our record contract. And I remember when Axel said to me, hey, we reached a lot, but I have no mood on this music business, of this music business anymore. And uh, let's, let's take a break. And, uh, but then, uh, yeah, I don't know. We, 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 we did a lot of the songs. Uh, we wrote a lot of the songs of Collision Course, which came out in 2000. We wrote most of that album in 1991. Uh, we still had it in our shelves, these songs. We made a demo tape of this in 1991 with most of the songs of Collision Course. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Nobody would know the difference between you know Heresy, Collision Course, Electrify because I think the band's music is so consistent. You wouldn't know that one you know songs were written ten years previous to that or later because you've kept the band in that direction from day one. I think. Yeah, this is, I guess uh, the reason for it is the rhythm style. This is uh, just my 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 style. How I how I composed songs and nothing changed in all the years. If you listen to the new record and you would put out all harmony vocals and all uh, uh, guitar harmonies and listen just to the drums and to the rhythm guitar, you would hear a totally old school record. And um, so. Time has changed, and I wanted to uh, don't wanted to copy myself and do with the new album the same what I did 1989. I, it would be po I, it would be uh, possible because I'd be able for to write old school lyrics, uh, old school rhythm guitar, and so that would not be the problem. But uh, you want to develop by yourself as a componist, and uh, that's why uh, Paradox sounds nowadays uh, um, like it sounds is. True. And another thing that I think changed a lot over the years was, you know, back in the 80s, every band, no matter where they came from in the world, wanted to break big in America and the United Kingdom. They felt like that's where the market was, where you go now three decades later, every band in America wants to come over to Europe, especially Germany, because they felt that, you know, they kept heavy metal alive all these years when it kind of died out in other places of the world. And it seems yeah. like Europe and especially Germany these days is the center of heavy metal. Mm -hmm. But I tell you the truth, for me, the center of heavy metal is USA because uh, and England, uh, the mother, the mother uh, uh, countries of my uh, what I like, uh, what bands I like from my idols. They come all from USA or from England. And um, in Germany, I know uh, we have Wacken Open Air, the biggest festival. Everybody wants to come to us. I remember when I talked to Tambra Byron, who managed, well, I guess uh, he, uh, she managed uh, uh, Heathen, and I, I talked to her a couple of years ago, could you do something for us in, in the States? And, and she said to me, no, Charlie, I can't do something for you in the States because heavy metal is in Germany and you live in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so, so uh, yeah, it's true that we have a lot of record companies, record labels, a lot of bands, a lot of good bands, and uh, big press. And uh, but um, I guess I'm well. I'm a, I'm a fan of of U.S. metal, uh, Bay Area metal. Uh, Testament, Heathen, Forbidden, Exodus, uh, <laughs> uh, countless, and of course, are uh, also Anthrax from New York. So, um, Overkill from New York. Yeah. Uh, that 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 bands I I like, and uh, because uh, I was when I was yeah in the mid '80s, so big fan from that bands and. <laughs> Yeah, sure. okay, we have Creator, we have Creator, uh, Creator is a very, very genius uh, thrash metal band here. In oh, Germany. absolutely, Creator, Sodom, Destruction, those were the guys that, you know, kind of got that going over there too with yourself, or, or for you guys in that yeah. category, it's just... Yeah, Schmier is a big, big uh, body of uh, uh, friend, and uh, we talk a lot, and we send us our CDs, and... Uh, I'm very proud because he's for me he's a hero, you know. And uh, now we play in the same, uh, yeah, in the same scene. We would play music together, so uh, makes me happy. That's great. Uh, anything on the life front that come? I know it's hard right now with this, uh, with the COVID and the pandemic. It's it's hard for bands to get out and do anything. But do you have anything lined up that you might be able to get going this year as far as live shows? Because the record's been out a week now officially, and you know it'd be nice to get out there and play behind it if you could. Well, it depends on uh, how my health issues uh, are okay. And uh, what we did is we talked about that we wanted to see how the response of this new album is. And if we get a great offers, why not? Uh, so um, it depends on on what, uh, yeah, if 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 Wacken open air or. Or uh, I don't know. We Paradox were never a touring band uh, in the past, so we made albums, but we made a lot of single shows and all over Europe. Uh, once we were booked on Proc, uh, Proc Power USA, but we must have canceled. I know. <laughs> I was looking yeah. forward to that. <laughs> uh, we must have canceled because of lineup changes, and I, I I really love to do this, playing these great festivals. So it was uh, chaos, you know. And um, so it, uh, I don't want to close out uh, anything. It depends on the offer, what we get, and if the people want to see us. But what we don't do is uh, doing big tours. I understand that completely. Charlie, I'm not going to keep I know you have other interviews to do today. Heresy 2, End of a Legend. Thank God it's only the end of the Heresy Legend, not the end of Paradox. I mean, what a great job you did in this record. I mean, whoever Thank doesn't you. own this by now should be ordering it and picking it up. It's, I think, one of your finest records ever. Thank you. Thank you. I, I agree with you. Uh, and uh, what I would like to see is a box set from the first part and the, and, and the new part. That would be great. That would be but fantastic. Yeah, I don't know if that is possible, but maybe we're working for you. I'll start writing letters to the record company asking for it. I'll, I'll put different names on there. Maybe they'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Thank you. All right, Charlie. Take care. You have a great night, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I greet all the fans. Yeah. Horns up. <laughs> bye bye. Thank bye. you. Take care, Charlie. Thank you. Bye bye.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.